Hello and welcome to the Manchester Shakespeare Company podcast. My name is Gina Frost. And I'm John Topliffe and we're going to be talking about the Manchester Shakespeare Company. The Manchester Shakespeare Company was formed in 2013 in Manchester by Gina and myself. The idea was to make Shakespeare's plays more accessible to people. Uh, Not to dumb them down, but to actually give them some more modern context. Now, we both came to Shakespeare late. Well, not that late, but we were both teaching and we were studying. And like a lot of people, we were put off Shakespeare when we were young, I suppose, in primary and secondary school. But we were going to summer schools, we were going to Shakespeare performances, and Gina was studying at Roseburyford College, so we I got was. to go to the summer schools, which are absolutely brilliant. So we came to Shakespeare with a fresh, um, actual eye, and I fell in love with this stuff very early on with this, and we just got inspired by it. Um What happened, to be honest, was I was actually doing the studying online and in the background I kept finding my books disappearing. (laughs) So John was doing the studying as well, Mm. especially the plays. I had to study eight of them at least. Mm. Now, I've been a lifelong play fanatic. Even when I was a kid, I used to collect plays. So I've been reading plays and not so much going to see plays because I'm from a, a village in Derbyshire and there wasn't much opportunity to go and see plays when I was a youngster. But uh, I just got enthralled by it all. And um, I did an English degree. After we both did our uh, teacher training, Gina was doing theatre studies. This is after we retired from what's laughingly known as show business. <laughs> we were both professional uh, singers, musicians and performers for ooh, over 20 years, really. So oh, Excuse me, 30 years for me. <laughs> Gina started young. I didn't start until my, my 20s. In fact, it's probably more than four, 30 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's probably th- 30 years before um, we even met Yeah, we were, can't have been. <laughs> yeah, it was. We were both um, professional musicians and performers and we met at an audition a good few years ago now and decided to throw in our lot together. We've been together ever since. Um, so it was during this time when we were teaching and we were studying and doing all these other things after we'd retired from full-time business. There is a phrase... You, when you're too old to rock and roll and you're too young to die, what do you do? You go into teacher training. Ooh. Oh, dear. <laughs> so anyway, when the, the three-minute theatre was the, the context of all this. Probably need to explain about the three-minute theatre. Um, we were both teaching for eight years, was it nine years? Uh, no, it was, it was a little less than that, actually. Oh, well, it was actually... We would still be teaching if it hadn't been for the Mr. Gold. Oh, the man whose name shall not be mentioned. Yeah, yeah. erasing the arts from um, post-16 college. Yeah, that's what we were doing. We were teaching GCSE English and drama and theatre studies and A-levels and all this. And all of a sudden, one Thursday afternoon, they were off the curriculum because of the Minister of Education. Yes. Uh, Mr. Gove, I think he's called. Mm. So we were out of work, basically. So... We moved to Manchester, rented a shop, built a theatre and carried on as if, you know, nothing has happened. And Manchester Shakespeare Company was born in there. Well, it was actually born when we were teaching and we yeah. used to go to the uh, summer summer vacations with the students. Um, but the actual uh, bringing it alive was 2013. It was indeed. And I'd written a few plays before, but I'd never tackled an adaptation. So this was great. And the first one we did, we're going to be talking about all the other plays in, um, in later podcasts. But the first one we did 
was uh, Desperate Measures. Now, that was based upon Measure for Measure, which is not one of my favourite plays, but there was something in it at the time with the context of the Cameron Clegg uh, government and the riots that were going on in 2011. So we, we contextualised all of that into a new play. But they were experimental. We did decide that, didn't we? Yeah. Um, what we did do, we got as many people involved as possible. The Three Minute Theatre was a, a very small theatre that was open to more or less everybody. And we put on new work, we put on new events, we put on poetry, music, uh, new plays, comedy nights, all these things. Uh, right on Oldham Street in the heart of Manchester. So it was very experimental altogether. So the Manchester Shakespeare Company was born out of that idea. We did, um, we did actually uh, look for uh, people to write their own work uh, and give them the opportunity of producing, well, us producing it for them at the 3MT mm. through Manchester Shakespeare mm. Company. That was that was later on, but at the time we'd never produced. Uh, we'd produced a couple of plays, and we'd done uh, our own uh, musical theatre shows, which we'd been producing commercially for a few years, but we'd never produced a play for anybody else. So this was the first time. So we got involved in uh, volunteers. People walked in off the street and said, "Yeah, what can I do? Well, you can do this. You can do that. You can be a stage manager. You can be." actor, do you want to help me write a play? Yeah, we did all that. So the first two were experimental and they did actually very well. Um, they, they were quite funny and, and very 20th century comedy. Um, the, I'll, we'll just say we did the first one. We did the second one, which was called Before Juliet, which was even more experimental. Mm -hmm. That was based upon, guess what, uh, Roman Juliet. But it had uh, the character of Rosalind taking centre stage and working. It was a bit of a thriller, uh, about psychological thriller with murder and everything going on. But Yeah, quite a lot of blood involved. There was a lot of blood in that play, wasn't there? Yeah, there yeah. was. So then we stopped, we put a hold on it, mainly because uh, Gina wasn't very well at the time. She needed... Um, I needed a shunt needed to surgery. sort out the water in my brain. Yeah, so we found the whole thing very stressful. So we had a bit of a pause, and then we carried on with another adaptation, which was called Twelve Nights, or what the WTF. No! <laughs> Don't say <laughs> so that! based on Twelve Night, it was um, another experimental, but we decided at the put that time to keep the scene structure of the original plays intact. We hadn't done that before. So what we were trying to achieve is that people who knew the play could see what we'd done to it, and people who didn't know the play could then go on and study it because it was the same scene structure. We messed around with the characters a little bit, um, and with Twelve Night Big Agenda bending play. I think uh, we also really designed it to be for the Manchester general public yeah. um, so we, we chose to use in the, in the prose in particular um, to just use the ordinary everyday language that we use right now yeah. um, but the verses were left uh, alone because they're so beautiful. We did use some verses but um, we kept the scene structure the same and the characters were more or less the same apart from in Twelve Nights we amalgamated um, Sir Toby and Maria into a character called Tia Maria. We also reversed the genders, so it was Sebastian who had to disguise himself as a girl. It was crackers, basically. It's also musicals. It was also a musical. We wrote some songs for it as well, which is our background. We, we write songs, basically. We're musicians. That was followed the next year by Summer Dreaming. It was a, a musical, proper musical, wasn't it? Yeah. Adaptation of Midsummer Night's Dream. It was lovely. Again, we kept the scene structure exactly the same and kept the characters more or less the same. The, the actors had loads of fun, <laughs> yes. really did. 
After that, there was Winter, based on The Winter's Tale. Again, the scene structure was exactly the same, but the contextualisation was from 1950 to 1966, because, of course, there's a 16-year gap between the two halves of that play. And then we moved on. Um, not an adaptation. We we worked with um, Dr Sarah Lowe, who's a... She's actually Gillen now. Dr Sarah Gillen, Sarah Gillen Dr. yeah. Dr Sarah Gillen. Yeah, she's mo- married since then. She's an, a Shakespeare expert, and she provided a lot of research... We wanted to do a play just based upon the documented facts of, of Will and Anne's life. I have to say, I, I was responsible for this particular one because I, <laughs> I expressed how concerned I was that very little was ever said about his wife, Anne. Mm. So I really wanted us to explore explore this. And we ended up with the two-hander with Lintoul and... Uh, Aidan J. Harvey as Shakespeare. Can we say that a little slower? For those of you who probably know Aidan, he's um, he's a well-known comedian and Lynn is just an absolute darling. We sort of just made a timeline of their lives and moved it all forward 400 years. So it was performed in April uh, 2016 on the 23rd, so he died on his birthday and he died on stage at the same time. So they say. So they say, so it's all nonsense. But we, Sarah provided us with a, a, a host of information about the, the lives of Shakespeare, only documented, none of the, the nonsense that's peddled around about mm. Shakespeare. Uh, we knew about his father, his family, his children, his daughters and the death of his son, which um, is the centre point of the play. Yeah. But we've moved it forward to 2016 as opposed to... 1616 great play uh, I must say mm, to say that didn't say that it's a, I found it a fantastic thing to write it may seem a bit odd that we're just reeling off the titles of the plays that we have performed at the 3MT but we will be discussing them in more detail in future episodes yes yeah. um, after that we tried to hand it over Shakespearean Panto which was hilarious fun and mm. we, we took that out to a, a very few places and then of course we the 3MT closed in 2019 so we've been preparing now to do the Shakespeare Company without a regular theatre venue so we'll be doing them in various places all over the country so this is the next thing we're going to be doing uh, we've got one on the stocks I'm not telling you what it is yet no <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the new play will be out sometime next year yeah um, spring but, summer spring summer but what we're going to be doing in the next few episodes is talking about our work uh, our, how we come to write these plays, their performance history. There'll be uh, some excerpts from the actual performances and some other songs as well. So yeah. we're just be doing, going to be doing that and we're going to be back on the road with the Manchester Shakespeare Company next year. So thank you very much for listening to us and uh, we'll be back with you very soon. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.